The Apollo missions were fake to bankrupt the Soviet Union. You don't believe we went to the moon? I believe it was a brilliant piece of propaganda that the Soviets bankrupted themselves, pouring resources into rockets and other useless machines. Useless machines. conspiracy theory today mm-hmm. yes and uh <laughs> really jazz up about this one <laughs> i'm so ready for this <laughs> well yeah a little about our last episode we covered our uh, our music topic and it was over system of a down it's one of uh me and paul's one up there with our favorite bands their favorite of mine yeah i'll so, say it yeah i uh, know uh, we had a lot of fun doing that <laughs> There were some things we got wrong. Hopefully, you know, I was able to correct that in the edit. But just in case, I'm saying this now. So there were some things missed, and hopefully uh, we can get that corrected. (laughs) But uh, man, oh, man, the moon landing conspiracy. Mm. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, so we'll just say, like, kind of up front. Um, what are your thoughts? We are kind of leaning in the conspiracy side of things, not necessarily over the moon landing per se, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's really kind of hard to trust the government. <laughs> so, Is that how you feel about it? Yeah. I kind of like over the years, there's a lot of stuff and you know, you can claim national security over certain things, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that it's kind of one of those things. If somebody lies to you, you find out about it. <laughs> it's hard to trust them again after that. I agree wholeheartedly my friend so i mean i don't know if we'll do an episode of the over this or not in the future but i mean like the gulf of tonkin incident that got us into the vietnam war (laughs) i mean that was one of those things that you know it was a it was a red flag and you know the american public found out about it Mm -hmm. not it's not talked that much about but it's the information is out there (laughs) that's for sure there's plenty but all right, let's let's get into it. So our our way of diving into this, let's talk about what is the moon conspiracy. You want to start us off? With oh, that? sure, of course. Basically, let's just say that this was basically a I mean, it's a race for superpowers. Okay? Mm-hmm. Basically how we kind of come to the determination and there's theories and, and there's testimonies, but just for the fact, the matter is, is, you know, you have the U S and Russia are in, in tight competition. Mm-hmm. We're the talking fifties. Great space 60s. race. Yes. Yeah, so in, in still with this, it's like, well, you know, 50, I want to say late fifties, but 58, 50, or sorry, 57, you have Russia who sends in their first satellite in orbit, mm-hmm. which is Sputnik. And then a month later they follow with Sputnik too. Of course, with other powers, you know, different countries, everyone wants to be top dog. Right. And the U.S. did not want to be let down from this. Well, so what did they do? They said, well, if you guys can send a, you know, a satellite into space, then we're going to send a man on the moon. Right. John F. Kennedy uh, announced it publicly through a, a great speech 
saying that we're going to put a man on the moon. I think it was in 62, Mm -hmm. I believe, is Mm -hmm. when that happened. Mm -hmm. And then by 69, we had accomplish that mission and you have and these are not exactly but you have these kind of examples happening with all countries today everyone wants to be the higher up everyone wants to feel like their country is top dog or mm-hmm. this nuclear program or we can be the bullies and it, it was basically in this threat of the nuclear war right well not only that this is also one of those great flexes for the country of the united states sure you why know? wouldn't you want to instill propaganda in into your party into your country being like look we're we're here for you know like america's the greatest power in the world right I'm just saying, it's just the the great feat of that. Yeah, Russia put a satellite up in the space. They did that first, mm-hmm. but we, we got know the U.S. was the probably uh, very uh, embarrassed. Yeah, about that. definitely. Of course. I mean, that's one of those things. It's like, wait a second, they did something we haven't. This this can't happen. And that's how NASA got formed, right? With some help of some. Uh, ex-Nazi scientist, but we'll get into that later. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but it's, I mean, this is what you're looking at. It's like you got two superpower countries that are fighting to be number one. Right. So, let's get into more of like, what what are the main points that make the moon landing a conspiracy? You know, right, give us a rundown of like some examples of Mm -hmm. um, what the conspiracy theory side of things are putting out there of why it's fake. As far as, I mean... The moon landing itself. like Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of the things that were brought up, intuition was, and and we'll bring more of them up, but, you know, first thing you kind of look at is you're like, well, you think this is like, you know, late 50s or so. Do you really think we could send people to the moon? I mean, just think about it. You got your, you know, they got the uniforms, they got their suits, and... You're being shot up in a rocket. I mean, you know how hot it is up in, in space. Right, I mean, yeah. it's just, I, I don't, even without even diving into information, I look at where we are today, where we came from, and I just don't think there's any possibility that any of our astronauts could have survived in that. I don't think we knew enough. That's just my my thing. I'm Come just going on. way outside of the box. Come on. We're just debating, man. I'm just giving you my opinion, sir. All right, all right, all yeah. Right. You know, so some of the popular um, conspiracy theories that they they point to is like one, the Van Allen belt, how we managed to escape the dangerous radiation from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also point to obviously the flag on the moon; it had a ripple effect to it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, something else is like um, like some of the shadows and stuff on the moon aren't consistent with the lights or something. Oh, of yeah, that nature. He- Oh, you were going that way. Sorry. Um, and then even like when you look at the, you know, when the, the, the craft itself, there's no residual anything on the ground. So like a blast crater or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing there. <laughs> but, and again, my, my opinions and theory, uh, this does not change. All right. So we have Apollo 11 mm-hmm. and obviously we spent a huge chunk of money trying to win the space race. Of course. And uh, who was all aboard Apollo 11? That would be, and I'm I, now there were probably other astronauts, but the most notable ones are going to be you know, Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, mm-hmm. you know, the most famous of, of right. astronauts. I uh, believe they were the only two at that time to actually be on the moon's surface, for sure. So we had... Let me look at my notes. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, Neil Armstrong, Commander Neil Armstrong, and uh, the module pilot was Buzz Aldrin. Mm-hmm. 
and it was a Apollo Lunar Module Eagle. Yep. So on July 20th of 1969, Armstrong was the first to become, or I'm sorry, Armstrong became the first person to step onto the lunar surface six hours and 39 minutes later on July 21st. Aldrin joined him 19 minutes later. They spent about two and a quarter hours out together outside the spacecraft. They collected 47.5 pounds of lunar material to bring back to Earth. Uh, command module pilot Michael Collins flew the commander module Columbia alone in lunar orbit while they were on the moon's surface. Still, still don't buy it. Still don't buy it. <laughs> Keep convincing me. No. All right. Well, of course, that's what they said. That's what may have happened. All right. Maybe not. Throw some stuff at me, and I'm going to try to swat away. Please do. Ideas. Please do. So one of the main points of this conspiracy for this topic will go onto the great filmmaker Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. So I knew you were going to throw that in there. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's why I've been waiting to talk about this. So again, so for those you don't know, Stanley Kubrick is a direct was a director who uh, directed movies, seventies, uh, eighties, and nineties. Regarded one of. Uh, one of the most important filmmakers. Yeah, some of the films out there, there's like uh, Full Metal Jacket. Yep, there's uh, that. There's, Eyes Wide Shut. Which was his most recent before his, or with his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, that had Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. And then you have anything from Dr. Strangelove to A Clockwork Orange to 2001 A Space Odyssey. And that's where we're going to go right from there. I completely forgot he did Clockwork Orange. <laughs> it's okay. But because of, yeah, right. No one wants that done. Trust me. If you watch that movie, just be prepared for some uh, some things you might not be really interested to see. But that's just what his viewpoint with that movie was. Right. But inside of his movies, like I said, there was The Shining, another classic. But we'll we'll tie in The Shining and Space Odyssey, okay? Because that's where it has a lot to do with this. These are things I wasn't even aware of either. But you know, as we discussed, NASA was created in '58. Um, then what you end up seeing is as far as Stanley Cooper getting in the picture was he had actually he met with Henry Kissinger and Donald Rumsfeld. And that's a name you've probably heard at one point or another. Yep. You know, for you know, national security. But I think what happened was is that they were they saw a space odyssey. Okay. And again, this is where I'm kind of leaning towards. They saw a space odyssey. And they were just, they were blown away by what he was able to do. And he was very ahead of his time as far as filmmaking is concerned. But before, uh, you know, it was released, it said before the launch, the rumors were that he was probably involved with this fake moon landing. Mm-hmm. And what well, the craziest thing was, you know, as far as with this footage, he met with them. He went, met with them in London and there was kind of like a hypothetical a game plan in place. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, well to help fake with the moon landing of Apollo 11. So then what kind of really is weird is that you start to see some of these instances in his movies. So specifically with The Shining, there's a scene where, let me just grab a couple of these things here. Um, One of the scenes is basically the Overlook Hotel. And in the beginning, as they're discussing, there's, you know, basically the hotel was built on an aerial Indian burial ground. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now in the movie, you'll see 
that the manager who meets with Jack Nicholson's character, there is uh, an American flag on his table with an eagle overlooking them. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Okay. Okay. Then, uh, and then it says here, this was taken as a nod to the eagle, which was the name of the lunar landing module that carried Apollo 11. It's also assumed that Overlook Hotel represents America with its long, brutal history. Okay. Right? We're getting better. The Dead Twins. <laughs> The dead red rum, red rum, you know. <laughs> in the book, it's only depicted with one child. But in the movie, there's two children, and that was almost a significant symbolism to the Gemini mission by NASA. What really starts to get it kind of crazy is the fact that there's a scene where uh, little Danny, he's the boy in the movie, oh. is, is playing with his, his toys, toy cars, and he's basically on the floor in the hotel, and it's got a pattern... Uh, carpet design on this carpet and you look at the patterning of the carpet and then you look at kind of the patterning of what was kind of like the apollo you know apollo 11 it's pretty damn close okay (laughs) i'm like that looks like the launch pad that's kind of crazy okay then we go a little further danny's sweater is apollo 11 yep as he's playing on this launch pad alleged launch pad and then he's got the you know (laughs) Apollo 11. Right, right. That just says a lot. Then it gets even a little better. Then it's one of the conflicting rooms in the hotel is in the movie as room 237. Mm-hmm. In the book, it's 217. Right. 237, if we're going to kind of go that route or twist your mind a little bit, from Earth to the moon is 237,000 miles. Okay. Maybe that's not something. I sure as hell think it might be. I'm not going to deny that Stanley no. Kubrick doesn't put, you know, a lot of hidden meanings and messages in his movies. So I'm not surprised. Right. I mean, you know, look back at our Illuminati episode. Sure. I'm actually kind of surprised we didn't talk more about him and mm-hmm. some of the stuff because I know we discussed like occult meanings, occult symbolisms and stuff in movies. And this guy is drenched in it. Like, I mean, you, you once told me about, you know, how eyes wide shut, the use of colors, the use of just simple symbolisms, things is like, yeah. uh, the way the lights are done yeah. or the colors, you know, he definitely packs in a lot of the occult type meaning stuff in there. I'm going to assume it's on purpose because of how much consistency there is with that. I could agree. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, it does not blow my mind at all that, you know, no, there's true. some mm-hmm. symbolisms and maybe some uh, might be able to tie into kind of things with the moon landing. But interestingly enough, I honestly think that, Kubrick was a backup plan. Could very well be. I have no way of like, you know, showing this as proof because maybe we'll never know. And I know there is a theory to it, but this is my opinion toward it. And I think that he was called up and talked to because they wanted to, if we did not make Mm -hmm. the accomplished landing, that we were going to air a fake one just to prove that we had won the race. So I think it was more of a a backup plan. A backup plan that actually turned into the plan. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Does I mean doesn't that make you a little just I mean doesn't that concern you a little bit that someone from our national defense is Donald Rumsfeld and then he meets with you know he gets briefed from Nixon and then he Kissinger and Kubrick all meet in London to basically get briefed about what they need to do. About that? Uh, it wasn't Nixon, was it? 
not Nixon wasn't there. It was Kissinger, right? And it was Rumsfeld, but they had been briefed. I mean, they briefed Nixon about what was going on. Oh, you mean later they were briefed? You, okay. Yeah, they they got their orders, let them know it was, and then it's like, hey, let's go ahead and meet them and talk with them about it. Right. So they met with them. They flew to London, and they met with them. And then that's the end of it. Yeah. We don't have anything. Top else secret, there. baby. Yeah. Lock and loaded. Top secret. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more conspiracy. Don't leave. Now you, the men of Capricorn One, have shown us how wonderful we can be by showing us how high we can reach. You have crossed the last great frontier, and you have shown us what we are, people of different colors and religions and ideologies, However, a single people. You are the basic truth in us. You are the reality. We will never let you down. And we will always be grateful. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are standing in a row. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I apologize. What was that? No, it's getting a good move. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna throw some stuff your your way that I'm aware of as conspiracy wise. But I got one more thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. Go ahead. And then you can throw whatever you want at me. I'm going to. Okay. So one more thing I just wanted to throw out is that there was a. You can throw it all out. Okay, I will. It's trash. So. <laughs> There's this, it's trash, huh? Okay. Um, so there was a director named William Carroll, and he made a mockumentary in 2002 that was titled Dark Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. So I was reading a couple of things on here, and one one thing that was really startling, and maybe it'll make you change your mind a little bit about the Kubrick theory, okay. is that he got interviews from people who were close to Kubrick, family members and such. Yeah. And I'm just going to say allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Um, about five years after the Apollo 11, said Kubrick had called NASA to borrow a top secret wide lens, an aperture called Zeiss lens. He needed to make his movie Barry uh, London. Hmm. As a result, Nixon's successor, who was Gerald Ford, okay, decided to get rid of him as the last witness of the conspiracy Informed by the threat to his life, Kubrick locked himself up in his home and never leaves until his passing. Interesting. Right? And that kind of made me do a double take. I, I do want to watch this. Yeah. But that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Propaganda's propaganda. So right. whatever way you look at it. Yeah. That is interesting, though. You know? I mean, it's just... I mean, with everything surrounding that guy and him to basically go into hiding like that does definitely raise some eyebrows for sure. Must, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I do. I, I and I again, I, I, I that's still can't confirm this, but just the thought of that idea just kind of right. scares the shit out of me to think that. Oh yeah, if there was something like that in play, uh, no matter which way you look at it, he right. definitely took it to his grave. That's I'll for sure. Say, yeah. I don't think you could say anything about it. All right. So one of the conspiracy theories that we go about here uh, is the flag waving. Yeah. And let's let's hear about it. I still think it's fake. 
No, I mean, give us some detail of, like, why... <laughs> Why, well, is, you think, why is it made Why would deal? you think it would be fake first off? Well, there's no wind in space. Right. But, you know, the pictures you see and it's flapping where they're at and or, you know, one of the astronauts planting it in the ground. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that has kind of been debunked. Yes, it has. <laughs> so when they went up there, they had this mechanism that they had the flag attached to. And if this had worked properly, it would have stood straight and the flag would have been completely flattened out as just one giant rectangle. But upon getting it out and about, uh, the the mechanism got jammed and they ended up having to bend it a certain way to get to the way it was, thus creating the ripple effect and, you know, them bumping it around and stuff kind of made it move a little more. And if you look at the footage... It doesn't look like wind is blowing it or it's waving like, you know, if it was wind, it's very stiff and it moves in a very weird way. Mm-hmm. So I think that gets debunked just from the pur- the purposes side of like they had a mechanism for it and it got jammed and so it didn't work the way they wanted it to, but it did leave it rippled, so I can understand at first glance as to why it would be one of those things like, hey, that's not right. <laughs> it's not that I don't disagree, but it's like, why do you need that? Just put the flag up. Oh, because then they can showcase it so you can yeah. let the whole world see that it's, it's America. It's the big middle finger on the moon. To Russia saying, I was here first. It's completely like, fuck you, Russia. Right. We got here. here. Fuck your Sputnik. (laughs) (laughs) Shove that Sputnik straight up your ass. America. (laughs) All right. The next one we're going to get into is the Van Allen belt. So the conspiracy side says there's no way that any persons on this spacecraft could go through the Van Allen belt without dying or having extreme... uh, reactions from all the radiation from the Van Allen belt. Mm -hmm. So do you have any rebuttal on that one or to add more to it? No, that's exactly what you said. Uh, Basically radiation. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah, They would kill them. Right. (laughs) I don't, I know. I don't think in the fifties and sixties we have this technology. I'm probably wrong, but you know what? I just don't think so. I understand that. But here's the explanation of why this is one of those debunked conspiracies. So, <laughs> so they basically have, you know, the space module. They're armored for certain things. And the little foil stuff you usually see is like deflectors for that kind of thing. You know, space radiation, uh, solar winds, stuff of that nature. So... The way we get around this conspiracy theory is the fact that they had to slingshot and launch the space module or spacecraft at a high enough speed to where they were briefly in the radiation zone for a brief amount of time, thus getting us onto the other side of it. And that's one thing that I forgot to prepare for, but one of the big things for me that was like, how the hell did we do this, was the speed at which we had to shoot ourselves to the moon. Uh, Recently, they had a, uh, I think it was a 75-year anniversary. No, that doesn't sound right. Maybe it's 50 years. I don't know. Math. Anyways, (laughs) 
So I was watching this and it shows the miles per hour it was traveling at. And it was like on up to like 25,000 miles an hour. And I was like, what? Come on. Ludicrous speed. Go. Ludicrous speed. Exactly. <laughs> For all you space ball lovers out there. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's insanely fast. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that does, I mean, that, that would definitely shoot us through that Van Allen belt pretty quickly. I don't know the size of it or anything, but I mean, I could see that being swatting that theory down because, you know, they were ludicrous speeds. Crazy. How could a human travel that fast? I want to know the physics of And not have a heart attack. Because if you look at some of the stuff with like Chuck Yeager breaking the sound barrier. Yeah. You know, obviously there are bodily... Um, right, like physics and stuff involved. Yeah, you know, you can't just like. <laughs> I don't even know. That to me is Could crazy. You, like, what if you're shut up there and you're like, I gotta take a crap. Like, oh, I'm sure it happened. Like you like, did it. You were like, going? oh yeah, you know, sometimes people have anxiety and they're like, they go before, like you know, if they're nervous for something, like oh, uh, man, T minus five. Four. Oh god, I got a shit. There was two, a- <laughs> one. Blast, Blast off. off in my pants. Oh god. There was something I watched and I don't remember what it was, but it stuck out to me. They were talking about, you know, astronaut to astronaut, like one person's been up in space before and another person's it's his first time. Sure. It's like we've got to let you know something. When you blast off, you're gonna shit yourself. Like, you're going to throw up, you're going to shit yourself, and you're going to piss yourself. Does that sound like a job for you? He's <laughs> like, sign me up. It's like, this is how you're going to start your mission. You're going to shit yourself. <laughs> so how was your day at work, honey? Oh, you know, I just took a shit on the Oh, and the smells. The smells. So right off of that, I think I think there's no way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. So another one that uh, is brought up is... You know, the pictures on the moon's surface, if you look up, you know, there you should see stars. And it's just vast nothingness. It's just black. Yep. Anything to add to that? Oh, you could shoot that in a in a, in a, in a movie uh movie sound check area, you know, stage. Yeah. They could do all of that. You just take black construction paper, wrap it all the way around. Right. Spray paint everything. Spray paint it. Have no other light coming in. Yeah, you're gonna get a black effect over there. <laughs> I'm just saying. So this is another thing. I when I first heard of it, I was like, "Yeah, why can't you see all that stuff?" Right. It would obviously light up pretty well. Sure. Well, it's the same reason why you can't take your phone or camera and point it up at the night sky and catch any stars in it as well. You have to have a exposure on a camera set really high, and it has to be exposed for a couple of seconds to one to two full minutes in order to capture the stars. So that's kind of how that conspiracy theory is kind of swatted away at because, you know, you do just see black nothingness there. True. Yeah. So that's a tough. One. I mean, that to me, that's kind of a tough one. To, yeah. I don't know enough about that. to You know, that's just intuition. <laughs> <laughs> so another one we'll get into is, you know, the shadows in the pictures and in the film at certain points of all of this being documented. It looks like there's different lighting sources coming from all directions. And basically what I found in that, it was, you know, the surface of Mars is very, all kinds of different kind of terrain. You have Mm -hmm. a lot of craters, a lot of boulders and rocks and stuff. So the moon dust itself is reflective. But the main thing on this that I found 
was that you have this like what's the name of it? I don't remember the actual name of it, and I did not write it down. But anyway, there's this earth shine that's created by our oceans and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you actually have another lightning source outside of the sun also shining onto the moon. So that can explain the shadows. Mm-hmm. However, I can't say that's strong enough for me right. to completely disregard that theory. So I'm going to call this one a tie. <laughs> So I don't, I don't disagree on that. Something else is the there's no blast crater from where this module had taken off or landed. Yep. So you dive a little bit more into <laughs> that one. It's not real. Why? 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 Why are your thoughts? Okay. If you first off, if they're shooting that from ground level, okay, or if it's a ta- I'm just I, you know, something goes up. You know, at high speeds, you got heat, you got all sorts of things. But for you to land on it and have no, no trail, mm-hmm. no anything, no footprinting, it's a little bizarre. Yeah. Well. I'm not God. I can't walk on water or anything like that. But it's like if you, you know, step in a thing of sand, it's going to leave a footmark. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> if you were to do that on Earth, you would definitely have a blast crater. Because of the backwards thrust required to land such a thing smoothly. True. The moon's surface is literally, they have one-sixth the gravity of Earth. So it requires a lot less back thrust in order for it to land smoothly. So I honestly don't think there would be a blast crater because it's probably just like, just little spurts just trying to get it to land down softly. And even when it takes up, it just needs to go a little bit further and it's already launched toward the space. Even in the recordings and stuff, they were down to like minutes left of fuel when they landed on there. So obviously it didn't take very much to get them back to where they needed to be with the right. orbit of the, um, the uh, eagle. So I think that is another one of those conspiracy theories that I would say is debunked. I'm not buying it, <laughs> but it's a but a good argument. I will agree with you on that. It was a nice argument, but I still don't believe it. Right. I, I just don't understand how a, a craft can get somewhere, not have any footprinting. I move my couch after a couple of days, and it's got imprints. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't know. It's not real. <laughs> so another thing to kind of set it in there is, you know, we brought rock samples back, and they were obviously studied. Right. I mean, I. I guess if everybody's on board, I mean, they can just fake say, okay, we got these rocks over here and uh, they're definitely right from, from Mars. Right. We're talking about moon. The moon. Mars. <laughs> Another thing is, is we left mirrors on the moon's surface. Specifically so we can shoot lasers at them from Earth to accurately find out the exact distance between here and the moon. I'd like to hear that argued. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> like, I got nothing. No, I mean, how do I argue with lasers? Lasers. Freaking lasers. Seriously, at that point, I'm like, how can I even try to debunk that? All right. Here's another thing that I kind of fall half and half on. Photos are doctored. 
that's not a conspiracy theory. I mean, it is, I guess, but you can openly find openly find out that NASA does doctor their photos. Specifically, there are pictures of the Earth itself. The original picture, it looks what they deem as not cool enough mm-hmm. or kind of boring. So mm-hmm. they have a guy go in, add some clouds, add some, you know, color, uh, some color correction, I guess you could say. But it basically makes our Earth look like the awesome picture of the Earth that we usually see. So we also have pictures on the moon itself where there's two different pictures, supposedly like 15 meters apart, but you can line up the background of like the mountainside or not mountains, but the hills and stuff. And Mm -hmm. they line up exactly. But one picture is supposed to be 15 uh, meters or kilometers away from that. Right. And here we're like, okay, this is obviously the same picture, just doctored. You know, it looks like they just, they gave it the same background. They just changed the front of it up. But that doesn't that bother you if they are going to doctor photos? What else they could be uh, Again, like I in? said earlier, you lie to me once, I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Well, I'm just going to have a hard time believing everything. That just tells me right yeah. there. I'm like, no way. Sorry, if you're doctoring photos, what else are you doctoring? I mean, we can go Documents. But footage. The thing of it is, is that that can be explained away as well because the moon doesn't have the atmosphere that the earth has. You don't have pollution on um, the moon that we know of. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, our, the, the visual of it's not getting refracted or reflected in a certain way. Right. So that could be, I guess it's a parallax effect, Mm -hmm. you know, where nothing's getting um, necessarily affected. Kind of like when you take a picture of a hillside on a camera, you don't get that uh, 3D effect on the picture. So you can be taking a picture of something that's like got a 30 foot drop and on the camera itself look like it's only like a little, little grade down, you know? So that's kind of what I want to chop that up to. But we also have another picture that it stumped me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. There is a picture, and I believe it's from the Apollo 12 mission, and they have a full-on picture of an astronaut. You know, it's got the whole bubble head thing, and if you zoom in on it, it looks like there's a lighting can. Here's a picture right here of what a lighting can looks like. But you zoom in, and it looks like it's a lighting can (laughs) just reflecting off of this this astronaut's helmet. It does, doesn't it? So I'm I'm stumped on that one. I have no idea what that could be. If you know, leave it in the comments below on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you have an, another way of listening to us, obviously the podcast, <laughs> send us the email info at thunderrooster.com, giving us that lovely explanation. Uh, that it's a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks and good night. But yeah. Um, I think what it boils down to, as I think you're about to bring this up, is why we haven't been back. Ding, ding, ding. Survey gets the square. So, yes. <laughs> why the hell have we not been back? Well, we Tell have me not this. been back since 72. 
And as well as that, there has not been a single nation on this planet that has put people on the moon. And that tells you what? It tells me that it's <laughs> it hasn't happened with any other nation. <laughs> <laughs> good, good defense. Yes, sir. Okay, so obviously we have different space programs around the world, and there have been successful missions where they've orbited the moon. Um, I believe India, I hope I got that right. India sent uh, a rover and lander to the moon's surface, but they lost all contact with it. Oh my gosh, we need to take a break. We'll be right back, motherfuckers. <laughs> Ron, why did you say that? Why? Why, Ron? Why? You're my hero, Ron. Garth, I... You come out with stink like that? Poop. Class act. <laughs> All right, welcome back Yo. from our breaks that we have to take to reset the cameras. <laughs> maybe we should start a Patreon. Maybe help us get better. We equipment. need money. <laughs> well, all right. So, kind of wrapping this up. There's a little more questions what else you got uh mainly a big thing is is why have we not returned yeah that is the question ron why have we not returned we have not been back to the moon since 1972 mm-hmm. and i obviously that's a huge question for conspiracy theorists and it there's two main things i believe we have not been back to the moon for and one of it is budgetary reasons okay so Back in the late 60s, well, basically from 60 to 73, the government spent $25.8 billion doing all of this. Now, this is taxpayer money. This is coming from everyone in America basically going toward this. And that was a huge thing against the space race back then was, you know, he had the war in Vietnam going and, you know, we have all kinds of people like, why are we throwing our money at this? You know, we have other thing, other priorities. And there's there was a lot of lives lost in this space race, just getting us to having the crew that went to the moon get there. So, to put it into a more rational train of thought, that twenty five point eight billion that we spent back then in today's currency would be like $264 billion. Are you understanding what I'm saying? <laughs> 26 or $264 billion. A, a trip back to the moon for us today, just the trip itself, getting back to the moon, would be about $133 billion. And that's just for us getting there, a little stay on the moon and getting them back. Now, a lot of uh, progressive stuff that's been going on with like Elon Musk and SpaceX that could cut cut costs down because obviously you can reuse everything, but still it costs a lot of money. The second thing about it is just it boils down to politics. Okay, politics is what got us going in the space race to begin with. You know. Kennedy had his little speech saying that we want to put a man on the moon because the Russians had satellites up. Okay. Fine and dandy. But, you know, 
since we went there, all the money's been focused elsewhere. So in 2004, uh, George W. Bush signed a uh, signed a bill or act to allocate more funds to NASA to do the Constellation Project, which was essentially to get us back on the moon. When Barack Obama got into office, he nixed that whole thing, you know, budgetary reasons. Right. We get into politics. Right. 2017, Trump signed a bill. I forgot what it was called, but he basically made it to where they allocate $19.5 billion to NASA for space exploration and stuff, which is a lot of money up front, but that has to be split to all the different projects that are going on with NASA. So in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that much money. So, you know, the budget's one of those big things. And on a conspiracy side of things, you know, if we didn't actually land on the moon and we didn't spend all the resources, they say, then where'd that money go? And this could be a future topic, and it probably will be, but the black budget. You know, you can't have a budget and just have something that says black budget, and you don't need to know where it went, because obviously everybody being a rage over it. So you have a bunch of other little things or big things that the money is being said that they're putting it toward, but end up being completely into something else. Like the space thing. That's a lot of money. Oh, yes, it is. And a big car to be like, okay, we want to we wanna drill highways underground from Washington, D.C. all the way to Los Angeles. Sure, we'll throw it toward the space budget. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, just that's a wild instance, but you, know, you get where I'm going with it. Well, yeah, I think the reason why we haven't been back to the moon is due to politics and budgetary reasons. But there's also the thing of NASA blatantly destroying all the data analytics, I guess that's the same thing, Mm -hmm. and the blueprints and everything of how we got to the moon and what we needed to get to the moon. And they just destroyed all of it. It's like, well, you say- So how does it make you feel? You say destroying evidence. So how does it make you feel? (laughs) I think that was that was a huge mistake. Why do you why are you destroying evidence? What uh, are you hiding? Well, that's the thing, the evidence part of it, you know, <laughs> we have video evidence of the moon or do we? But <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Right? Why did that happen to happen? Was it a big mistake and they just had to be like, oh, "Whoops. Whoopsies." I don't personally know. But I guess that's where we're going to take the rest of this into. It's like <laughs> What are our honest opinions? Because me and Paul have been playing basically good cop, bad cop with you guys. Sorry. Kind of had to do it with this one. Someone has to. So we're going to give into, get into our honest opinions and everything. And I'm going to allow you to go first. (laughs) Well, just what you were just telling me about everything. There's a lot of pork. I love pork. You love pork. Yummy. Right? There's a lot of pork in these bills. Right? Listen. We live in a country where we print money on a thin air, okay? Right. We have something called the Federal Reserve, and they like to print as much as possible. About as federal as FedEx. Right? So, as you were saying, yeah, that's a lot of money, Mm. right? We blow that money on bullshit all the time. Yeah. Okay? Again, 
from that point, if it was so expensive and the last time was 72-ish or whatever, don't you think they could budget their money and save up, right? Since this is so important. Mm -hmm. But yet no one's been back there. Right. Okay. We don't have enough money, but we put the money in everything. We make, we put money where we need to be. Again. (laughs) This is a good example. I saw a meme the other day on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, Thunder Rooster Podcast, at Thunder Rooster Podcast. Follow us on there. But I saw the meme on there, and it had three pictures. The first picture was of the B-2 bomber, the stealth bomber. And it said, $2 billion plane. Underneath it was a picture of a bomb. So it's got a $2 billion plane dropping a $26,000 bomb, or maybe it was a $260,000 bomb. Onto a hundred dollar tent. <laughs> so that was one of those things. It's like we spend a lot of money on a lot of things. Don't get me wrong. I love the shit that they spend their money on. I'm a huge advocate for fighter jets and bombers alike. <laughs> but also, I mean, when they go in and do like there's this uh, movie called War Dogs that I love it has Miles Teller and uh, Jonah Hill in it. And they're talking about, you know, government contracts and everything and how, you know, George Bush and Dick Cheney basically kind of screwed themselves by giving contracts to their own own businesses. But when you look at some of this stuff, they'll be selling nuts and bolts that you could buy at hardware stores for a couple bucks. But because it's for certain projects and I don't know if it's just a real big quality thing, but you're buying them for hundreds of dollars for single nuts and bolts, which I mean, really, I think it might be one of those things where you're spending, I mean, it's a good way to tuck away money. If you're trying to, so to speak, launder that budgetary money. But yeah, that's kind of where I trail off. (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone's, everyone's been so upset and want to get answers about climate change. And I keep telling myself in the midst of all this going about, you mm-hmm. know, last 15, 20 years, it's like, then if that's such an important thing, as you, as we're discussing, you know, uh, Elon Musk is talking about, you know, travel to Mars, right. you know, all these kind of things. It's like, again, why wasn't that decided years ago? Mm-hmm. If this is an important thing, if we're so concerned about our environment and one day we may not have any opportunity to live on this planet anymore, don't you think we'd start looking into these things? Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson had a really good point to that. Mm -hmm. If we have the technology to geoengineer another Earth on Mars, so to speak, then we would have the technology to geoengineer and fix Earth, basically. So So we don't have either. The climate change argument... That's something that's always gotten me kind of a chip on my shoulder about that is it was global warming up until Al Gore decided 2015s when we're all going to be underwater. Right. You know, that but never a, happened. But so it's like, like they yeah, got to call again, it a different thing now. And but, climate change, climate changes. <laughs> so. I know it changes, but it's like when, when you're talking about the fact that they haven't gone up in 40 or so years mm-hmm. and they are telling us they have and nothing has happened since and no one else has been up there since. And we're worried about our planet. They should have already done research on these kind of things. Well, all yeah. these years ahead, I understand, but I'm just saying. I just, I still to this day, no, the research is being done. That's the thing. The thing of it is, is like we don't have any solid plan. No, 
I mean, but when your exploration starts thirty some, like stops thirty some years ago, right? Well, I mean, with Elon Musk, he's a new player. Yeah, he's of course a, a private organization. Yeah. yeah, and he's gonna get the money to do it. Right, and he's if sent, he does it, he sends uh, stuff into space, reusable rockets and stuff. Mm-hmm. I love what that guy does. Absolutely, he's literally like a modern day Einstein. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Well, other than that, I just I still don't I can't believe that if evidence is take is is just discarded. And we don't really have any other full proof other than what we see mm-hmm. like this. I still find it to be bull. I think this was just a political play to compete with the Russians so that we were able to put them in their place. See, my side of things is like yourself, mm-hmm. I don't trust it. But also I'm looking into a lot of the stuff that debunks basically all the, the questions about it. I I, I honestly believe that we did go up there. I do. I do believe that. Now, the thing that we talked about earlier with the uh, the failsafe is what I'm going to call it with Hubert mm-hmm. and the whole filming, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to make asses of ourselves and waste that kind of money. And can you imagine if we had failed going to the moon? With all that taxpayer money being put toward, there was already this resistance and outrage over us spending this kind of money on that anyways. Mm -hmm. So to completely prevent an uprising in America, they had to have a a failsafe plan, which was Hubert faking it. So if we did not accomplish that, then yeah, I believe they probably would have, because I don't put it past our government to do some kind of shady shit like this, but... You know, I just think when you said that they didn't have enough money and all that, it's like, I just don't believe they did it to begin with. <laughs> and we'll never know. I mean, we could debate on this till we get gray and old and die. I mean, like I, I said just, before, we did place mirrors on there to where we can shoot lasers off. Of it. And you can actually see I, the flags on the moon. So I, I honestly believe we did go. That's the thing. It's like, I don't believe that we didn't go. However... There may be a question of was Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong actually the first people on the moon, or was that fake propaganda that we were told? I don't know. There could be an instance or line of story where, you know, it, we could find out, we could not find out, but maybe that wasn't actually the first person on the moon. You know, we'll never know. Nope. <laughs> Probably when any of this information comes out, if it did you know obviously we had the information on the moon landing right now but i'm just saying from a conspiracy theorist kind of looking at it like maybe one day we might know the truth like in that movie interstellar mm-hmm. you know it's says like you actually believe we went to the moon that was propaganda to bankrupt the soviet union <laughs> matt mcconaughey was so pissed he's like what but <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that is our moon landing episode, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, we we like to have fun with this stuff. And feel free to comment on this. And yeah, if please. you want to take sides, it's fine. No big deal. Right. But give us your viewpoint, what yeah. you're thinking about this, because this is still brought up today. For real. And like I said, it's all in good fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love believing in conspiracy theories as much as I actually want there to be a Bigfoot. It's fun in theory <laughs> and in thought, but yes, it doesn't necessarily mean it's true. No, not at all. Well, yeah. We really appreciate you guys checking us out. If you've stayed along with us for this long on the video or on the podcast, which you can now check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and hopefully soon 
Stitcher will be on yes. there as well. Yes. We are obviously way ahead of time on schedule or releasing these. As you can see right here, it is October 17th. This will be releasing, I think, in the <laughs> first week of December. So <laughs> we've got a bunch already pre-planned here. But uh, by now you've seen probably already, we did have a Halloween episode. And we will be having one on Christmas. So this will be airing the first week of uh, December. So in a couple of weeks, you'll be able to check that out. Uh, please hook, look us up on uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, all of our links to everything can be found on our website, thunderrooster.com. Mm-hmm. It's got links to our Instagram, to our YouTube channel, to uh, finding us on Spotify, on Apple, as well as you can contact us on there. Uh, it's info at thunderrooster.com. Send us a message. We're still always open to hearing your stories yes. of anything paranormal. I'm dying to hear your stories. <laughs> so... Leave us a comment, leave us an email, anything you can do. Please like and subscribe, follow us on Instagram, and definitely give us a rating on uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, that helps us out and kind of helps spread our name out there, make it easier for people to stumble across us. So you got anything else? No, I think we uh, I think we made our points. Awesome. And that they're not going to change, but that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and you can check us out again next Tuesday, and we hope you uh, come back. Tell your friends. Please. Tell your friends. Tell your (laughs) friends. Tell your friends. All right. Peace. Thank you.